0: Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. Uh, this is Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter, And we are talking to Chuck Tackett, who is a marriage counselor, a licensed psychologist. And uh, he knows a couple things about marriage and divorce and uh if you want to hear this entire show in its entirety, which you should multiple times and send it to anyone you know who's married, you need to go to SoundCloud, iTunes, and type in Solid Steps Radio. You can go to Facebook, type in Solid Steps Radio. You can just go to furtherstillministries.org, click on the microphone, and you can hear the show in its entirety. We will post this podcast in its entirety, commercial-free, on Monday on our Facebook page.
1: So, Chuck, the last segment we talked about the the... the the two top neg- 10 of the 10 negative mm-hmm. destructive patterns of uh, mismanagement of anger, fits of rage, and then number two was the sin of foolishness under uh, not discerning the emotional, physical, spiritual, all the dynamics of our wives. Oh, yeah. Lives. yeah. But let's, let's talk about the other. The other. What's, what's yeah. number three?
2: Well, very quickly, one of our goals was to be very textual, not to be theological, but to be textual, to look at specific words and phrases in Scripture and analyze our communication in accordance with those words and phrases. Because we believe that you need to take the text of Scripture and directly apply it to your life. And that means to our interactions with one another. Yes. Okay. So let's move a little bit away from theology on this, and let's focus in on what does the text actually say and apply the text of Scripture to our lives and our interactions with one another. So the third one was discord, mm. and that b- discord basically is having a contentious disposition. It's kind of like just being ready to fight, just being ready to argue, a contrarian in essence. The second or The, the next one is the division sin. Mm. And that is basically a, a, a thought sin. It's where I literally see myself mentally as being separate from you. I don't see myself joined to you. When I think of you, I think of you as being separate from me instead of connected with me.
1: Instead of one flesh thinking it's, so it's dualistic. It's, it's uh, for, you know,
2: since I knew, know you grew up on a farm, it's uh, two silos next to one another mm. with no connection in between the two.
1: Hmm.
2: Okay. So then the the next one we looked at was the sin of self, what the technical sin is called selfish ambition, which is just basically being self centered. The next one we call the sin of self focus, and that is idolatry. We saw a few spouses who only focused on their thoughts, their emotions, their desires, their behaviors, what they wanted, and in the interview process, they didn't give a rip about their spouse. They were idolatrous in their communication style. So only what they thought and what they felt mattered to them. Wow. And they, ignored the re- they ignored their spouse. Wow. The next is the, is the sin of hatred. And basically the sin of hatred is, I see you in disfavor. I don't look upon you with favor. I look upon you and see you way below me. Mm. Now, curiously, in counseling couples, there's not a doggone thing we can do to cure the sin of hatred. Because the sin of hatred is buried deep within your soul. Mm. So if you find yourself hating your spouse today, you need to go get your pastor, you need to go get your elder, you need to go get a couple of deacons, and you need to kneel down before God, and you need to pray, and you need to repent of that hatred. Because that hatred is not only destroying your marriage, it's destroying you, too. Mm. It's eating you alive from the inside out. Wow. Okay? Then um, we talked about the sin of foolishness or the sin of undiscerning. The next sin we looked at was the sin of heartlessness, which is not having the normal affections that you need to have towards your spouse. Those normal loving, caring uh, thoughts and emotions, uh, you just don't have them anymore. And then the next sin we looked at was the sin of faithlessness. The sin of faithlessness deals with the covenant. When you look in the original Greek, it deals with covenant making. And we are a covenant people. God has a covenant with us. And in marriage, we have a covenant with our spouse. And so we have to think about what are the dynamics and the components of that covenant. And we have to work to live out that covenant. And the reality is we found a number of couples who don't, who do the sin of heartlessness and faithlessness. And that's one of the things we found that we had a number of couples who combined the sin of heartlessness and the sin of faithlessness. So those sin, those thinking, the thoughts of love and care and concern for one another, they just didn't have them, Mm. let alone have the emotion of love and care and concern for one another. And then the last sin we looked at was a combo sin of haughtiness and boastfulness. Haughtiness and boastfulness. And I love the, uh, the Greek word picture of boastfulness. I mean, it's a really funny word picture. But the sin of boastfulness is somebody's head, and 90% of their head is just their mouth. Mm. That's the actual image in the Greek for the word boastfulness. And so on just a few couples, we saw this haughtiness, boastfulness combination with one another. Uh, And typically, that was
1: associated with um, the sin of self-focus or idolatry. Okay, so Chuck, uh, you listed these top, these 10 things. Right. Uh, um, Talk a little bit about, okay, so how how, how does this... How can we catch ourselves having a, a discord and a contentious spirit, or a, you know, there's division? How, how do right. we how do we display that right to our spouse? Okay, well this connects with when you do all this
2: research, what in the world are you going to do with it? All right, mm-hmm. and so uh, we made the decision that we just wouldn't limit the research that we did to my clinical practice, and so. Uh, we decided that initially we'd take the research and we would uh, develop a website that couples could go to and uh, analyze their marital relationship. And so um, so we developed a heart type test. Um, and in that test, you can determine what your basic heart type is. Uh, you will either come out devoted, grower, reactive, or disengager. Okay. Those are the four heart types. Give those again. Gr- a devoted. Devoted. Grower. Grower. Those are the two positives. Two positives. Then reactive. Okay. And disengager. Okay. And the way those broke broke down in our research with the couples is um, 5% of the couples we interviewed did all 10 of the godliness characteristics and did none of the 10 sin characteristics in an hour and 15 minute research interview. 5% of our couples did that. 15% of our couples did seven or more of the godliness characteristics and four or fewer of the sin characteristics. 80% of our couples did seven or more of the sin characteristics, communication characteristics, and four or fewer of the godliness characteristics, which means 80%
1: of the Christian couples we interviewed had sin-based communication styles. Mm. Okay, so when you you saw, when you're interviewing them, and you are beginning to see these negative things come out, describe, describe, the negative things, because I, I, I think we, we just we don't even catch ourselves right. displaying these negative things. Describe that. Well, what,
2: what, we, what we came to understand or really co- would come to understand uh, as we did the research is that in counseling and in ministry, we needed to switch the styles that we were using. Typically in counseling and in ministry, we do what's called a tell style. And that is, we just simply look at you and we tell you what you're doing wrong. And so, mm-hmm. what we found out in the research is, you got to show people what those negative characteristics, the sin characteristics, look like. They got to hear it. They got to see it. So, um, so we've partnered with an organization here in town. They allow us to use their video, um, and so we utilize the movie video they have. And uh, we just, uh, you know, once you, if you go to our our website, uh, gohardistry.com. Uh, You take the heart type test. Um, We'll give you some basic information about the core sin that you communicate. Then uh, if you make the decision you want to subscribe to the whole thing, then uh, you will actually see video examples, and you'll get my commentary on those video examples about what is so sinful about that characteristic, what is so destructive, or what is godly about that characteristic. And you can play that example a hundred times until you understand at the core of your being— that you do that sin see now for me it was anger i grew up in an angry household my dad's drug of choice was anger Mm. forget booze or anything else he loved anger he would get a buzz from anger and so it became second nature for me to get angry but i had over the years i had to learn how to take that and get get rid of it okay how did you catch yourself um the dominant thing was back in 2000 when I was at a research lab at the University of Washington, Dr. Gottman's, uh, John Gottman's research lab, studying in the lab for four and a half months. I was watching this couple, um, and I just thought, man, that, the way that guy talks to his wife, that's me. That is me to a T. I can't do that anymore. And so I took the bus back from the lab that, uh, late that afternoon, early in the evening, I uh, got home. I said, Kim, honey, um, I, I need to talk to you. I think I, think I got a real serious problem here. Um, I think I'm way too angry, way too often. And she was fixing supper at the time, and I said, Honey, when you have a moment, I'd like to talk about this. And she said, Okay, I don't have a moment right now, but okay. And so about 10 minutes later, when she was about, about to finish up supper, she said, I got time now, Chuck. And I said, Honey, here's what this guy was doing, and I think I do this all the time. She looked at me and she said, Honey, you do. I just looked at him and said, honey, I apologize. Not I'm sorry, because I was kind of sorry, okay? <laughs> but I apologize. Mm. And that just sitting in Dr. Gottman's lab and seeing that guy, man, I thought that is me to a T. And that's when the revelation hit me. We have to see it and hear it to be able to truly stop it. And that's the methodology that we use. And that's in, in counseling, that's the methodology I use.
1: Mm. Wow. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um... We, you know what? We're going to have to take a break, and then we're going to come back to the next segment, and we're going to unpack the 10 positive traits. Right. Now, when we unpack those traits, we'll be talking about
2: your sex life, too.
0: Yay. So yeah, tune into All that. All right. And just, you know, i tell you what, we're, we do an hour radio show, so if you're listening live on the radio, uh, that's great. But we're going to have even more bonus segment because we're going to have to go a little bit more because we got too much good stuff to talk about. So we're going to have a bonus segment. So again, go to our web, our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com and just type in Solid Steps Radio or you can go to furtherstubministries.org and you'll be able to hear the podcast of the bonus material on Monday. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back for our fourth and final segment on Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, Kurt Satter. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. We are going to finish up on our fourth segment here with Chuck Tackett talking about divorce proofing your marriage. And we're going to get through a little bit here, but we're going to have a bonus segment. So if you want to hear more about this or in its entirety, it is well worth it. You can go to Facebook, SoundCloud, or iTunes and just type in Solid Steps Radio. You can just go to Furtherstone type that in and click on the mic, and you'll be able to hear it in its entirety. So, Chuck, talk to us about the ten positive traits.
1: Right characteristics. Okay. When we when we were trying to analyze couples, we again wanted
2: to go to the text of Scripture. That's our goal, how to apply Scripture directly to your communication style. Okay. And so we went to Ephesians 5, uh, and we also went to the Song of Songs to uh, gather our 10 godliness characteristics, the 10 constructive characteristics. And the first one was a submissive heart. It's, it's learning how to put the other person first. Mm. That's a huge key. And that's what we're supposed to do anyway as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Mm. Whether I see you as a brother, or see you as si- see a sister of the faith, I'm supposed to be more focused on you than I am on myself at any given point in time. And so that attitude that we see from Ephesians 5.21 is supposed to go into the marital relationship too. It isn't like, okay, I'm supposed to be that way towards a brother or sister in Christ at church, but I can ignore my wife. no. I'm supposed to be even better with that when I relate to my wife. So that was first characteristic. Mm, that's good. Second characteristic we look at we took we looked at was uh, what we call new opportunity love. And when you look at the Song of Song, which by the way is the only X-rated book in the Bible, <laughs> it's the only book in the Bible that we do not try to literally translate. It's predominantly translated in an allegorical way. Because if you translated the Song of Songs literally, you'd have to sell that Bible in a brown paper wrapper. Mm. Okay? So new opportunity level. And One of the characteristics of the couple in the Song of Songs is they invented thought creatively about different ways they could love one another. And so that's a very positive, godly characteristic. This, the third one is sensitive love. Do you pay attention to your spouse's emotional needs, mental needs? Do you learn, if you're the husband, to nourish and cherish your wife? Which we can unpack that more later, guys. But Mm. then the fourth characteristic is specific love. Do you declare your love towards your spouse every single day, verbally, emotionally, relationally? Do you take an interest in your spouse every single day? You know, my, my wife enjoys reading Gre- Greco-Roman
1: philosophers and historians. You know how much interest I have in that, guys? Mm, I, I bet you, you just wake up every morning thinking about that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: starting to fall asleep
1: right now thinking about it, okay? And my wife loves to watch dramas.
2: I hate to watch dramas. I find dramas, drama movies, Boring. Real-life people in the client, se- client counseling sessions, they're a whole lot more interesting, a whole lot more intriguing than a drama. So I hate that. But I will sit there, and I will watch a drama, and my wife will talk to me about Greco-Roman philosophers, and most of the time she's relatively kind to me about that. She'll, she'll talk to me about how they view marriage and family and that kind of stuff, and we'll talk about that. But she knows I have absolutely no interest in that, but what I have an interest in is how she connects with that material. I could care less about the material, I could care less about the drama movie, but I will connect with what she connects with, so I have an interest in her and what she thinks and what she feels. Mm, That's good. Uh, The next one is Pleasure Love. And again, go back to the Song of Songs, they had fun pleasuring one another, mentally, emotionally, relationally, not just sexually, mentally, emotionally, relationally.
1: But but sexually, too. Oh, you bet,
2: (laughs) you bet. Did you hear that, guys? Well, the way you grade yourself there, guys, is you focus on what she finds enjoyable. And if you can pleasure her in a way that she finds enjoyable, that she finds meaningful, then grade yourself with an A. If you're not good at that, well, practice, guys. (laughs) Learn to get good at that. Okay. The next is sacrificial love. So learning to be sacrificial, that is putting her interest ahead of your own. That is so doggone important being the one, being the man who says, I will focus on her before I focus on me. Then the next characteristic we looked at is called we called receptive love, which we took from Galatians 5:23 and 24. And that is the wife, would she receive as the husband is being sacrificial towards her, would she receive his sacrificial love? And that's important. It is it is her act of love back to him to receive his sacrifice. Okay, talk about that just a little bit. Okay, there's, there's a dynamic there that we found in the godliest couples that we interviewed, the devoted couples. And that is we would see the husband, you know, in communication styles, sacrifice for his wife. So an example would be she would be telling a story, and he would, when she was done telling a story about their relationship, he would go ahead and just focus by asking another question or two. He was more interested in her telling the story. He was excited by her telling the story. Mm -hmm. He put her interests first, okay? Um, And then when they would tell stories, they would tell stories about sacrificing for one another. Well, the better the husband is at sacrificing for his wife, and the more she receives that sacrifice, when she receives the sacrifice, Mm. that is an act of love.
1: uh, She's uh,
2: saying, in a sense, mentally, emotionally, I take you into my heart.
1: I take you into my soul. uh, That's affirmation for the man. mm, I'm accepting and embracing this sacrificial love. Right. Hmm. Okay? Then the next one we looked at is sanctifying love.
2: What do you both do towards one another to produce godliness? Do you all talk with one another about how the Spirit is at work in your life each day? That's one of the things I enjoy talking with my wife about, talking with her about, you know, what has God been saying to her today? Mm. What's God leading her to do? What's God encouraging her to do? What's God inspiring her to do? I don't tell her what God's doing. I don't need to do that. She knows the Lord. But I am interested in how God is moving in her life for her that day, and how is God, how is God moving in her life and through her to someone else that day? That's intriguing to me. So I want to know about that kind of stuff. And when we talk about that kind of stuff, what we're doing is we're promoting godliness in the relationship. Wow, that's now, good. the ninth one is respectful love. Now, it's very important for us as men to receive respect from our wives. Now, let's think of it from this point of view. I really, as a man, as a husband, can't receive love from my wife until she respects me. View respect as a door. If she demonstrates respect towards me, then she can love me and I can receive that love.
1: Mm.
2: Now, for the wife, it's a little bit different. I need to display love towards her, directly display love towards her. I need to also attach to that a measure of respect. I have to also impart dignity to her. Now, here's one of the key things that we found about in our research for African-American couples, and this is crucial. When we interviewed African-American marital relationships, African-American couples, what we found is the best African-American relationships that we interviewed had to do 10 times the level of respectful love towards one another as the very best Caucasian couples had to do. 10 times. Really? Yeah. Why? For a very simple reason. We're all Caucasian guys here. So we can go about in the community and rarely will we get any disrespect. If you are an African-American man or an African-American woman, you will receive disrespect directly or indirectly upwards of 20 to 50 times a day. So I'll quickly give you an example. When I'm out to lunch with one of my pastor friends here in town, African-American pastor friends in town, um, it, it's very common when the host or hostess comes to the table that they will look at me first and address me first. And so what I do is I don't respond to the, the hostess or the, or the waitress. I don't respond to them until they talk to my friend first wow and i will just sit there like i'm looking at you right now kirk (laughs) and they're over here let's imagine they're to my left and to your right Mm -hmm. i won't even look at them until they talk to my friend first and as soon as they do i will be warm and caring and kind and you know what i'm gonna leave a really good tip
1: wow at least 25%. And so what you're saying is because of that's going on in the culture all day uh, all around us, the, 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 the dominant disrespect is not seeing. Mm. Just not
2: being seen. That's hurtful. That's damaging. So we found that African-American couples to have a great marriage had to have 10 times the level of respectful love towards one another. Wow. As ca- that is the best Caucasian marriages. Wow. And the last one we called spiritual joy. That is where you fuse together uh, pleasure, holistic pleasure in a sense, and, and spiritual growth and development in yourselves individually and in your relationship
1: together. Just outright spiritual joy. Mm. So, um, golly, our time is up. Okay, so uh, listeners, you're going to have to go to our bonus segment. Um, mm-hmm. Chuck, that is rich stuff right out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going we're gonna to continue to talk about that a little bit more in the bonus segment. But uh, our time is up. Thanks a ton for coming in. Mm-hmm. Really, really appreciate it. But would you pray right now for us guys, us, right. us listeners? Would you pray for us? Love to. Lord, thank you so much for the privilege
2: of knowing you. Thank you so much for the privilege of uh, inspiring our brothers and our sisters in the Lord. I pray, Lord, that you'll be with those hearing what we're sharing with one another this day that you will bless them, that you will speak to them, that you will encourage them, that you will inspire them, that you will give them hope that they can actually build an absolutely fantastic mm. marital relationship. It's in your name, I pray, Lord. Amen. Mm. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Thank you, Chuck. Now, if Amen. you want to go to the website and get that free assessment of your marriage, it's goheartistry.com. That's G-O-H-E-A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y.com. And it's a free test, is that
2: right, right. Chuck? The test is free, and, and then we'll give you some a couple of basic bits of information that will help you for free. Um, but we we also run it as a business, and you've got to subscribe
0: if you want all the good stuff. Sure. And Chuck's email he, wanna make, he wants to make that available is cw and that's T A C K E T T at aol dot com. C W at AOL.com. And we're going to have a bonus segment. Do a few more minutes of, of stuff here. Go to Facebook. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes and type in Solid Steps Radio and we will have that. We want to thank our sponsors Carol Rogers, Carpet One, LN Credit Union Vision First, Country Led Christian Retreat Center, Bright Star Care, Home care, Healthcare. Amen. All right. So anyway, thanks for listening. We appreciate you and pass this along to someone else. They need it just like you and I do. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio.